Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Wait, I'm sorry. I was putting the podcast together and I have to start here because I apologize for this intro that's about to roll in. It sounds like I'm on like a late night weird phone commercial. I'm like, hello, hello, and welcome back. I think I was honestly, I'm in different headphones in my defense, but also I like was podcasting so early in the morning that I kind of felt like I had to be quiet, but I just need you to know right now that this intro is awkward and weird and I'm sorry about it, but like, here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek and I am back podcasting in my pajamas everybody what a journey uh it's this time it's 5 30 in the morning though on a Wednesday so we love that I just didn't want to go another week without the podcast but you know she's been a little bit on a roller coaster for the last uh couple days weeks I don't even know but I'm going to talk more about that in uh the Ashley's advice segment but I thought I would kick it off with something funny because I feel like last week I was like this is my life and I'm sad, but I hopefully you all think this is funny and not like cause for concern. But um, so yesterday when I was leaving work, I was like, I just really wanted fast food and I'll talk about it later. I'm just like very stressed about money and all these things. And I was like, I don't know, for some reason I was really craving Wendy's and I was like, you know, my sister taught me about that, like six dollar grab bag deal you know and then like doesn't a frosty sound good you know and (laughs) and then I drove by what I thought was a Wendy's and I got so excited I was like oh my god it's a sign it's a sign it's a sign do you know what it was it was a 24-hour fitness it was a 24 hour fitness and I had already that day been like, okay, I'm going to use, I had told, uh, Betsy, the podcast, my cousin Danielle in the morning, I was like, I'm going to try to use the work gym today. Like I'm super excited. This is my plan, blah, blah, blah. And oh my God, <laughs> I didn't. Cause I ended up having like stay at work a little bit later and I just like, wasn't feeling it. And my quote unquote sign that I thought I saw to go to Wendy's was a sign to go to the gym. And I most definitely, um, ignored that, but it's fine. Okay. Let's talk about last week. Cause it was a good week, you guys. Okay. So, uh, first of all, I think I mentioned this, um, on the podcast last week, but we got to do a round two double day with uh, Danielle and Kevin and the Otter. We had so much fun. We went to Luna and Campbell, which I've heard so many good things about. And you guys, I know this is going to be the most basic thing, but like when I tell you that they do a chicken quesadilla like nobody else, like this was, I think, arguably the best chicken quesadilla I've ever had. It was so good. And then they had a watermelon margarita on the menu as a special. And a little thing about me is that I'm starting to find that watermelon is my summer pumpkin spice. You know what I mean? Like anything watermelon, I'm getting very, very excited about. I have a watermelon wallet now. Like I, I made a a watermelon sangria slash jungle juice that I'll tell you about later. Like I am so into it. I love it so much. So this was very exciting and it was delicious. But you guys, I don't think I can tequila. I think (laughs) so literally like, okay, so we go to dinner. It was so fun. Vibes are great. 
we get home and as in the otter and I get back to my apartment and I got so upset with him because I like because he went to sleep. I got so upset because he went to sleep. Part of this is like maybe you can find logic in this because we only see each other once a week. It was like 630 when we got back and I was like, wait, because my mind's like I start to get tired around like 930. And so, you know, I was like, wait, get up, get up, get up. But I was like, I knew I I knew I was starting to be illogical. Apparently this didn't wake him up, but I started like put away the dishes very like angrily because it was getting to be like 730 and I was bored and I was like, wait, I'm hyper and I want to hang out. So I recognized that I was being a little uh, a little bit of a nightmare. So I went for a hot girl walk to calm down. I called Danielle and I was like, I just need to be illogical about this so that I can go in there and be logical. So uh, I did hot girl walk. I talked it out and then I came back in and I woke him up and I was like, look, I'm sorry, but like, I just want to hang out with you and we don't have that much time together. And he, of course, like totally understood. It was amazing. And we talked it out and it was so fine. And then we hung out and had like a great rest of the day. But I was like, oh, I can tell the tequila is making me a little bit, just a little bit edgy. So um, on the quest to figure out what the fuck Ashley can drink, um, I think tequila has fallen quite off that list. But the watermelon margarita was so good. I'm like, can you make this with vodka? Like, what's the situation? What's the vibe? You know what I mean? <laughs> right now, it seems to be like White Claws are kind of the thing that obviously are, uh, like I said, when I was in Reno, when I was sick, I was drinking them this weekend. I was drinking them and seemed to seem to be pretty good. Um, okay. But so after Tuesday, I got to go up to see the Otter at his place, which was really fun. And we watched the Women's World Cup at uh, his favorite bar in Oakland, which I have to say was a little funny because he was like, I'm worried that I can be playing it because like the Giants and the A's are playing. And I was like, honey, this is a big deal. Like, and we walked in the bar and it was packed, but we got, um, we went to this place first to pick up some food because the bar didn't have food, you know? And I had the best Cubano of my life. You guys, this is my thing. I really like, and I hope I'm saying it right. And if you're laughing at me for calling it Cubano, then that's fair. That's totally fine. I think we should laugh at probably everything I pronounce because it's probably going to be wrong. But the thing is, is that like what I like so much about Cubanos is that like they don't fuck around with the shit that I hate. It's a sandwich that has like all the meats and it's got like pretty much just like mustard. And like this one had an aioli that was chef's kiss. And then cheese and it's like pressed. Like I don't have to fuck with lettuce. I don't have to fuck with onion. Oh God. And you know, like I like tomato, but like I don't have to fuck with that on my sandwich. Like I'm just a basic bitch when it comes to my sandwiches and pretty much everything in life. But like I literally just want meat, cheese, bread. And I'm so happy about it. I was like telling one of my coworkers yesterday, I was like, my favorite food is sandwiches, but like I don't make them elaborate at all. Like I am so happy with just meat and cheese, but like there is nothing, there's no food that like brings me the joy like a deli sub. Like I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, I am basic, but I'm also very easily pleased. So, you know, okay, but the most important thing that happened. So we saw the first half of the World Cup, which was very exciting, of course. I found us like this little TV in the corner above the bathroom and we were sitting in this corner watching. It was so packed. I love the vibe, love the energy. But what I had come up there for was to go to the Otters Magic Night. You guys, 
this was everything I could have dreamed of. Like, I've always just wanted to see, like, a magic night because he goes every Wednesday and it's literally where they play Magic the Gathering, like, with friends. And I just, the confidence, like, you know what I mean? Like, I am so insecure and, like, it's so hard for me to, like, go new places, especially by myself. And I love this little, like, community of people. They, like, you know, they don't know each other and they show up and they like just play a game together. Could you imagine? I couldn't. I genuinely couldn't. Like I genuinely could not imagine just showing up and like to a game night and just doing it. And wow, I thought it was amazing. And the most exciting part was that um, there was Dungeons and Dragons going on, which has also been on the bucket list. Like I just want to watch a game of Dungeons and Dragons. And I got so distracted, but there was like um, a aisle of kind of like games in between so I couldn't really see them but I could hear them and I also like I don't I think it's a fine line between um being interested and making fun of like for me like I am not making fun I genuinely think it's so cool and fun and so but I feel like a lingerer could look weird like I went to this just to watch and I was like am I like a game pervert I'm like hi I'm just here to watch you know what I mean I sat at the table but I had you guys, I had the best time. So, okay. But one thing was like really annoying. Okay. So apparently, uh, there is a way that you can play the game and this is going back to magic. And this guy was at the table and he just kept giving himself turns, which apparently is a thing. And I was so annoyed. I was like, listen, I came here for a show and the first game was so entertaining. They were kind of making little like snarky comments. It was hilarious. Like I had such good laughs. It was so entertaining. But then this fucking guy comes out and he just keeps pulling out these cards. And then he was just like going, it was like his turn, his turn, his turn. And I was like, the peanut gallery is bored. Okay. So then he does that once, whatever. It's like, okay, now we know you can win. He does it another two fucking times I was like what's the point so the otter was explaining to me that like normally in a magic night so these usually go anywhere from like it starts at seven it could end at like 10 or 11 and they usually get like four games in for reference there it was seven to ten and there was like six games played because this guy was just ending the game in like 30 minutes and I was like some of us came for a show you know what I mean? But I also would be so annoyed if I was the people at the table. Like I like I said, I get it the first time you kind of want to flex. But then it's like, I don't know. You're just there to like have fun, not to like beat everybody. And then like he lost in like the last game. And I thought it wasn't very gentleman of he of him. But like he like got up and left because like once you're out, you're out. And he's like, OK, bye. It was like cool playing with you guys. He's like I play it like a game night in Berkeley. I was like, we're not coming. We're not coming. We don't like you. Like, we're upset about the way that you played the game and we're not having fun. So, yeah, we're not going to be, like, coming to Berkeley to play with your your magic night. OK, so um, anyways, I'm sure he's a really nice guy, but I don't like the way he plays magic. And I was so annoyed about it. And then I got to stay the night at the Otters, which he has such a comfortable bed. So I was happy girl. And it's not a million fucking degrees in Oakland. So I slept genuinely so good and then got up and went to work and then over the weekend so on Friday and Saturday I super cleaned I have never been more proud of my apartment genuinely I there's been like a list I think of things that I've wanted to do since you know I kind of moved in and it got cluttered 
I cleaned everything. I organized so much stuff. I got rid of a bunch of stuff. Like the only thing that kind of I think still needs to be really organized is the top of my closet. But I just went through and did a haul. I vacuumed. My mom actually came over and she also vacuumed. But I because uh, that's what she listen. That's what she likes to do. I didn't ask her. I asked her just to come over and say hi. She brought baked goods and a vacuum on her own. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, the moms were late. Okay. Uh, so anyways, I, I cleaned the absolute shit out of this apartment and I felt so good. Um, the, everything has, I think maintained with the exception of the kitchen because I ended up throwing. So as you know, I did not go to camp this year, which was really hard and sad, but it sounds like they had a wonderful time. But I was like, I will throw the camp after party. And what was cracking me up was like, obviously I am balling on a budget right now. Okay. So she, I have a job that's super exciting. What I didn't anticipate was that it was going to take me time to get back. I just was like, I'm gonna have a job. This is perfect. I'm gonna pay off my debt. Like everything's going to be good. You know, yay. No. Absolutely not. I was like crunching numbers and holy shit, is it going to take me just like a hot minute to get my life back together? I am stressed and nervous, but we'll talk about that later. So anyways, I learned a lot from college. Okay, I did. One of the borderline more important things I learned was the magic of jungle juice. And here's the thing. Being an adult, it's just called a sangria. You cannot tell me that a sangria is not just like an adult jungle juice. So that's what I was making. I pulled out everything that I had. And luckily, I was prepared because I was like a watermelon jungle juice, I think would be or watermelon sangria, I think would be really good. So here's what I put in it. I had the cucumber watermelon juice from Trader Joe's I had bought. I had like about half a bottle left. I love the sparkling juices in the cans from Trader Joe's. So I had four of the watermelon ones. I had actually bought a while back a watermelon wine from Trader Joe's because I was just interested. I think it was like $4. And then I had a bottle of Cupcake Rosé. Threw that all together. And I had my leftover strawberries from the week. I put that in there. And honestly, I was good to go. And it was freaking delicious. Genuinely it was so good. And I was like, wait, am I on to something? Like, should I put a little bit more TLC into this next time? And it was really good. Everybody really liked it. And I was such a happy girl. The thing that happened that was so freaking annoying, though, was the White Claw situation. Because, OK, I went to I went to Costco and I saw they had like the big mama pack of White Claws and they had a couple flavors in there that I was like, meh. And it was $30. And I was like, I don't know. I just like, I don't think I want to spend $30 on this. I'm not sure how many people are going to come. I think just like one pack should be fine. I know I can get it at Trader Joe's for like 20, but I've seen it at liquor stores for like 15. So I was going on a hot girl walk and I was like, oh, I'll just stop at the liquor store on the way back. Okay. So first of all, I go into the liquor store and I don't know, maybe I look suspicious. It seemed weird, but I, I was wearing a backpack, uh, but it was like a fake Louis Vuitton backpack. I don't know. I don't know. But basically, I guess I was like lingering too long back there because then the owner came and he was like, I'm assuming he was the owner, actually, but it's fair. I don't know that. And he was like, can I help you with something? And I was like, oh, yeah, I wanted to see if you had Lagunitas daytime. And this man looked at me like I was absolutely insane. 
And I was like, shit, did that that beer get discontinued? And I like didn't know. And he was like, oh, uh, we don't have that on the the shipment for this week, but it might come in on Monday. And I was like, oh, it doesn't really help me. Because, you know, I was like, I think that Lagunia's Daytime is my sweet spot because it's a beer that I can order that is not a Coors Light, but it doesn't make me feel like I'm drinking, you know, an IPA. So it's like it's like fancier. It tastes it definitely tastes better. I'm not comparing it to Coors Light. I'm just saying it's like a light beer that I don't feel guilty about is what I'm getting at. So I was going to pick up some of those. And this guy was just like, I don't know. It was weird. He was very suspicious of me. And I did not enjoy that. So then I go up and I am checking out with my just my pack of White Claws. Guess how much it was? It was $25. So you're telling me for five more dollars because the other the Costco was like a 30 pack. And this was, you know, whatever, 15. I can't remember how many comes into it. I think 15 or something like what the fuck I was. It's 16. It's 16, I think. Four times four. No, three times 12. Wait, three times four. 12. It's a 12 pack. It's a 12 pack. I'm not even going to cut that out. I was like, I should go back. But no, it's 12. Isn't that so annoying? Literally, he rang it up and I was about to be like, oh, actually, no. But I've just decided that I don't think the liquor store by my my place is what's up, which is so disappointing because they don't have any deals on waters. Their waters are really expensive. And then apparently their white claws are really expensive. It's like no one has time for that, you know? So anyways, I gathered everything I needed for my party. And one of the funny things was like, okay, I feel that I tried to not do things that are super petty. However, I don't know if this is petty or if it was just self-protection, but like I started to just get really sad that I couldn't go to the Eras tour. Like I, I was always sad, but I is it being in Santa Clara and living in San Jose, I was like, this would have been the best time to see Taylor Swift. And I am very sad that, you know, I I, I wasn't going to go. And so I decided that I was going to avoid social media because I didn't want to be sad. I didn't want to be sad about it. And so I, you know, didn't jump on Instagram. So, you know, if you were like, I, I feel like Ashley uh, wasn't liking my pictures. It wasn't because I hate you. It was because I was not on social media because I just didn't want to see it. I feel like I got immersed in the beginning of the week because like every news station was capitalizing as much as possible on what they called Swifty Clara. And so I was sending pretty much I just sent articles uh, to friend of the podcast, Julie, because uh, I know she was talking about the merch lines and they were talking about that. So I was sending educational videos over. But besides that, I was like, I, I just cannot be... And I'm not usually really like that anymore. Uh, I would say, I guess like when events happen that I I can't go to, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I want to feel like I'm there. So I watch everything. And sometimes I'm like, I just don't want to make myself sad. And that is exactly what I was doing is I was like, I don't want to make myself sad. So I did not watch any era's Santa Clara tour content. And uh, so then it was really funny because I was telling the otter about how much I cleaned. And he was like, wow, look at you, like, stayed off TikTok for, you know, 24 hours and look how much you got done. And I was like, you know what? No one appreciates that attitude, okay? Like, also, that's not totally true because I did jump on TikTok because luckily my TikTok page, which is usually dominated by the Eras tour, is, like, currently dominated by Barbie movie. And I was like, 
thank God. She needs a break. But this is not to say that I'm not very happy for everybody who got to go. I was just a little jealous, and I think that's normal. So uh, I will. Uh, I did see the one thing I saw that I thought was hilarious was Taylor talking about how they made her the mayor of Santa Clara, and her dad let her know that. And then she was like, what can I do with that? And he was all, nothing. And I was like, wait, that's so funny. Why? Like, let her make some laws, okay? I'm sure she would do a really good job. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. So uh, on Saturday, I got to have um, some of the besties from camp over. We had such a good time. I would explain so many things and tell you about them, but I feel like they're just all inside jokes. So uh, I was just so excited to see everybody. It was definitely weird not going to camp, but they totally made me feel like I was there. By the time we went to church on Sunday, I was like, I, I feel like I know everything that happened with everybody. So it was a really good time. And then we went to get lunch and beers after. And then we went to Goose Town, which is the bar that we always go to every year. And um, I am normally driving. So I but I did wasn't this year. So I got to participate in the um, what we say, the goose, the goose getting loose. Uh, I had so many white claws and I got home and I was like, Oh no, am I going to be, am I going to be hung over? Which is a, um, TikTok sound. Um, <laughs> so I was so nervous because I was like, wait, I have to work on Monday, but magically I wasn't like, I woke up and I was fine. I was struggling that night. Once I got home, I was like, my head hurts. My stomach is dying, but I also think it's cause I had a quesadilla that was really greasy. Don't get me wrong. She was delicious, but my stomach was like, girl, what you doing? I just had like a million white claws. And I feel like that's just always going to be the route for me to go. I just wish they weren't like getting so expensive. $25. But then also like at a bar sometimes, I think they cost like, I, I feel like I got a White Claw one time that cost me like $10 and I was not into that, but it's okay. Anywho, it was just a wonderful, magical weekend. These are some of my, you know, best friends that I've known for so much of my life. And of course, it was really hard to not go. And I've had to make a lot of really tough decisions due to just getting laid off and, uh, you know, just a lot of the financial burden of last year. And, uh, you know, it was, it was tough and I'm, I'm sad I missed it, but I'm very grateful that everybody made me feel like I was there. And, uh, yeah. So anywho, I am so upset to talk about Lizzo right now. I genuinely can't believe it. I just did not think we were going to live in a world where Lizzo was going to get canceled over something like actually cancelable. Like, obviously, people are always coming for her um, because what she loves her body, like relax. And um, but no, like she's she is uh, like in so much trouble right now. Apparently, some former dancers have filed a lawsuit against her and they're accusing her of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. This is from NBC News. The article is saying that they also alleged that she pressured one of them to touch a nude performer at an Amsterdam club and subjected the group to excruciating audition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. The dancers also accused Lizzo of calling attention to dancers' weight gain and later berating and firing a dancer after she recorded a meeting because of a health condition. Isn't that fucking 
crazy. So we're got we've got sexual harassment, we've got body shaming and like discrimination over a health condition from fucking Lizzo. From Lizzo. I was literally just getting obsessed with the song Pink that she did for Barbie. I'm just you know, there's people that allegations come out against and you're like, mm-hmm, yeah, like, honestly, genuinely not surprised. But Lizzo, like, I could not be more disappointed. I, you know, like, of course, everything in me wants this to be, like, not true. But also, I I don't want people to not believe these victims because, it, I mean, it sounds pr- like three dancers. Like, that's kind of a lot of people to come out. And then more people are coming out talking about, uh, like the dance manager or the team dance captain or something. I didn't read all of that. I just kind of focused on the Lizzo part. But yeah, she's totally getting sued right now. So it will be really interesting to see what happens. But I'm just like genuinely disappointed. I know that they say you shouldn't like fall in love with people from Hollywood because, you know, they'll always disappoint you. But I just didn't think our girl Lizzo was one of those. I feel like she's just done so much positivity for you know uh loving yourself and feeling good that like it's just so disappointing to hear this like I I don't know I'm genuinely having a tough time about it that so much so that I actually did my research and you know that like what a rarity it's been a minute since I've like actually gone and read what's happening in (laughs) in the celeb world to to be able to report accurately and I was just like I can't fuck this up because it's just like it's just genuinely so disappointing so um I will keep y'all updated but I really hope that you know this this turns out I don't know not as disappointing as it feels I don't know it's like a hard one to kind of way in on and I hope that we can like even if Lizzo did do this and she got canceled I hope that we can hold on to her message without having to associate it with her you know what I mean because I do really feel like she's done a lot of good for the you know the the plus size and just body positive community at least also for me so I just you know I don't know I'm just I'm just really hoping that uh we can we can stay body positive and this doesn't turn into some, you know, I don't know, spin of the nation. And bad on you, Lizzo. Like, really? Ugh. I feel like Tyra, we were all rooting for you. Just so disappointed. One of my favorite things to do with my friends is just sit there and give each other some life advice. Like we have such meaningful conversations and I always feel better after having a conversation with them. So I wanna bring that love and compassion and advice to you all. We are doing Ashley's advice right here on the podcast and you can submit any question to me so easily. Just click the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek, Ashley with two E's of course, on Instagram and on TikTok and I will be answering your questions right here on the podcast. You can do wedding questions or any sort of life questions and they'll be answered on both I'm Sorry What and I'm Sorry What Weddings. Okay, I wanted to do like kind of a little retraction almost. So I talked last week about, was it last week or the week before, about um, my girl Claudia, uh, girl, girl with no job, saying that she gets so annoyed with people's birthday Instagram posts And I so I've been really I don't know, I took this really to heart and I've been thinking a lot about it. And I think I might actually as well take a step back from the Instagram birthday post. I feel like what I loved about it was, like I said, I thought it was like a virtual 
birthday card and I enjoyed it. But and I really like I put time and effort into like putting them together. But I'm also just like, I don't know, there's days where I get too busy and then I don't make one for someone or like, you know, and then I feel bad and I just I don't know. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I think I'm just very in my I think this is not an era for me. I think it's a personality trait of my like, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And I was kind of like, oh, it does. It does kind of give almost like MySpace top eight vibes of like, oh, you know, she did a post for her and not for her. And I don't really like the isolating potential of that. So I am actually considering of stepping away from the birthday post. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm genuinely curious about the stance. I might actually like pop this up as a question on the gram because I just like am so curious as to what everybody thinks. But uh, if if I don't get around to it, please just DM me your thoughts. Like I, I just think that maybe... Maybe I'm in my era of um, I love that everything's an era now, but <laughs> I think I'm jumping out of my birthday post era. I don't know. I, it was so interesting. I defended it so hard, but then I thought more about it and I was like, it just really has the ability to be isolating to people who I guess like didn't do a birthday post for you. And you're like, wow, like this person did a birthday post for this person. And I was like, I don't know, like it could be it could be a little as I, I know I've fallen into that before. I've like noticed that, oh, okay, like that's cool. Like these people do, you know, this person got a post. I didn't get a post or this person's, pers- person's post was a little bit more elaborate. Like, I don't know. I feel like it could have the potential to do more harm than good. And also I think I'm just genuinely running out of pictures. Like I am just really noticing that I'm not taking enough pictures with my friends. Even like my July post or just sorry. Yeah, July. We are in August. Holy moly. Happy Leo season. I have a lot of Leos in my life. So happy Leo season. Uh, I just I I don't remember how I started that. Oh, oh, for my July like social media post. I don't even think I'm I don't even think I'm going to do one cuz I'm not sure I like love all all the pictures that I took and I really didn't take that many. So, I don't know. I'm just I just had to talk about it here that I'm thinking about redacting my statement and maybe not doing birthday post. Super curious as to what everybody thinks about that. Okay. So, want to talk a little ask Abby. It has a little bit to do with with what I just said. I feel like I have just been in such a rut and I kind of took this morning when I woke up and I was like, okay, I want to talk about, um, well, Ashley's advice. Sorry. Still getting used to my own switch to Ashley's advice. And I'm like, I, you know, I like to kind of relate sometimes it back to things that I'm going through in my own life, which, which right now I was like, what is it? And I'm like, I'm stressed. I'm, I'm insecure. Genuinely. I genuinely feel insecure right now. And that's such a bummer because I feel like it's definitely a roller coaster. And sometimes I feel like I've got this. And this week and I think last week bleeding over in, I mentioned last week that I just wasn't feeling really good. And I think it's just a combination of stress and insecurity. And I think honestly, like the money part is really hard for me. And I think that I have been told before that, like, you're not supposed to talk about money, like, you know, with your friends and stuff. And I feel like the way that I live my life is that I have to talk to my friends in the podcast about what's going on with me. So I I don't know if we should be so shamed into talking about things like that. I know it's probably not the most comfortable thing, but like, is anything, is it comfortable when your friends like going through a breakup and sad over a man? Like, 
and, and and you have a boyfriend like isn't that a little uncomfortable like isn't it uncomfortable you know when somebody complains about you know uh, their sibling relationship and you have a great one with your sibling like I don't think any any complaints super comfortable but I, I don't see why we can't have it so for me you know I feel like my roller coaster is the best analogy because I think I kept thinking I was on the uptick and then I'd be like okay I'm good I'm good I'm good and then I realized like I'm not when it comes to money and that's just genuinely where I'm at right now getting laid off right after the chonky medical bills that I was given has been really hard to recover from and I am in a lot of debt. I have to say this just to lighten the mood a little bit. I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about it, but I just think it's so funny. I was <laughs> talking about money with the otter and he gave me a lecture and I kid you not. This was like word for word a lecture that I have gotten from my father. And I think I was most mad about the fact that I fell into the stereotype of like oh my God, I'm dating someone just like my dad. And everything he was saying was accurate. And I feel like I was so angry because I was just like, no. And I told my mom, my mom came over and I was like, mom, I got like a dad level lecture from the otter and I am so annoyed. And I was like, dad is so annoying. And we had a laugh. Sorry, dad. I already told my dad the story and he laughed. So I felt like I could get away with it, except for I left out the part about mom. So <laughs> sorry. But I was just like, this is utterly insane. I cannot believe it. Obviously, they both come from a good place, but I was just getting so frustrated because I was like this is I have I have seen this film before and I did not like the ending please stop lecturing me but you know he was just telling obviously he was just telling me things I wanted to hear and I just didn't want to hear them but also also I was annoyed because I think that I've grown a lot this is what's extra frustrating about it sorry is that I have grown so much in the last year and I am 1000% tooting my own horn about it because hello, I worked really hard. But the problem is, is that I feel like in this new, you know, era, I haven't so many years, I have not been able to really talk, do that financially because I have been unemployed pretty much. You know, like this year I was had medical bills for the beginning of the year, which I'm still paying off. And then I lost my job in March. You know what I mean? And I got a new job in uh, June, but it's not like they pay you on your first day. You know what I mean? And my severance was up literally in June. So it's just been kind of a fight for my life, I feel. And I don't feel like I've really been able to show what I can do as far as, you know, money management, because you know, I, I haven't really been there. And honestly, uh, I told my, my, my cousin this the other day, I was like, this is how I know I'm struggling with money. It's like, I have not bought a single fall candle and Bath and Body Works. I'm on the email list and like, they're having all sorts of good sales and I have not bought a single fall candle and it's killing me. It's killing me. I think I'll be in a good place, but you know, I've unfortunately, I've had to say no to things and I'm, devastated about it. It's not like things I'm saying no to that I'm like, oh, well, I didn't really want to do this. But I'm just like, I am trying so hard because I just want to be able 
to go and and do things without feeling, you know, super guilty. And I just want to be able to kind of crawl out of debt and, you know, feel like I have a little bit of stability. And that means I'm having to say no. And I have to say that uh, I have been greeted with so much kindness and support from my friends that this is the way I'm looking at my life kind of right now is I do feel that I'm on a roller coaster and it's, you know, just a a big old up and down. But what's nice is my roller coaster car is full of people. I feel like the otters in the front seat holding my hand and I feel like my friends and my family are just in the car with me. And I'm going to be really grateful for that, you know? And so basically what I am looking at right now is this insecurity and stress and really what I can do about it now. Because I think one of the things is, is that when you're struggling with money, there's just such a lack of control. And I am a control freak, but also just a normal, calm sense of control that I think I, I lack because I'm not, you know, able to feel like I'm financially like stable. So my plan of attack right now is to give myself what I needed. And this started yesterday. I was on the phone with one of our podcast besties, Danielle, and I'm like, I am just so stressed and I feel like I just don't feel good and I just want a cheeseburger and I want dessert and I just, you know, whatever. And she was so kind. She literally DoorDash me crumble cookies and like bought me dinner and it was just so kind and it was just such a reminder like I said about the roller coaster car that like I'm not doing this alone and I think that that's such a powerful statement and that was so kind and of course I was like oh my gosh no you do not have to do that and um but you know it really did make me feel like I wasn't alone and it was okay to kind of take a break. She was like, I think you just need to eat some good food, sit on the couch, watch Ted Lasso and, you know, like just have a day, like have a cry because she called me in the morning and I was crying and she called me in the afternoon. And I was still crying. I was like, I cannot get my fucking shit together. So I, uh, you know, I let myself have a relaxed day and now. OK, so here's my plan of attack. OK, I think that I am after work today. I'm going to try to go to the gym because one of the other things I feel like I'm kind of off of my hot girl walk. I've been sleeping in a lot and just not really exercising. So I am going to try to go to the gym. And if I don't, I will 1000% go for a hot girl walk this afternoon. And then I'm going to just like kind of write out all the problems I feel like I'm having right now, rank them, and then figure out solutions and timing and not give everything like the I'm going to figure it out today. You know, like, okay, I know that I have already sat down and really done a spreadsheet of how I think I'm going to like be able to get out of debt and what activities that I've already kind of signed up for that I think I can do and what I might need to back out of. And, you know, still making sure that I I maintain some sort of fun in my life. Like there are big things that I'm not going to be able to attend, but like maybe smaller little trips or just making sure I have like girls nights and things like even if it can't be, you know, I can't go out, you know, maybe to dinner, just having people over to the apartment, also figuring out how to keep it clean and get on that good routine. So and then, you know, I think from that list, it's kind of, okay. here's my problem. What of this problem can I control? And what if it is out of my control and really looking at that list and tackling it 
one by one and just trying to really get through it and and feel like good and happy about about where I'm at. So that is my plan of attack. I'm hoping that it's helping with the insecurity. I think it's uh, going to be about really getting back into my morning gratitude. I kind of felt I just completely fell out of my morning routine and I'm looking at the clock now like, oh, my gosh, it's, you know, <laughs> it's time for me to really like get dressed and get my life together. Uh, but I I just really feel like, you know, this was uh, so important to me to, to be able to do the podcast this morning. And I think I will, you know, get back into the gratitude because I think that puts me in a better spot and uh, just allows for me to, you know, feel good about something every morning where really in the mornings I have just been genuinely feeling like butthole and I am not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it at all. (laughs) So I think we're going to see a little up and up. I think that I need to recognize that I've truly been through some ass kickings in my life and I'm still here. I'm still here. I still have a lot of my same friends. I've gained new friends. Like, you know, I am very, uh, you know, impressed with the relationships that I've been able to maintain and the relationship with myself that I've been able to build. And it's okay to fall off the wagon every once in a while. And it's okay to like need a break and just to have a cry and be, you know, wrapped up in kind of the insecure life. But then it's important to pull yourself out. So that is what I am working on doing now. I'm also cracking up because I remember starting this podcast and being like, I'm so glad I like wrote out an I'm sorry what moment and I'm looking at my notes. I'm like, I absolutely do not have an I'm sorry what moment written down. But you know what I thought was funny was I was actively trying to (laughs) to try to limit the amount of cuss words in the podcast just because, you know, I now work on the influencer side of life and it's a little bit harder to get brand deals when you like drop a bunch of F-bombs I've, I'm learning. And listen, the podcast is um, my outlet, but it's also about the hustle, baby. And I <laughs> was cracking up because I would like re-record a moment that I'm like, oh man, I did an F-bomb. And then I would literally re-listen to it and I drop like three in a row. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? When did I become just the absolute worst? Like, <laughs> I think this has actually always been a thing. I know that, you know, I remember someone making a comment that, you know, they went home and they were cussing and their parents were like, oh, you must have been spending time with Ashley. And I remember getting called out for it when I would do lacrosse speeches and they'd be like, oh, like the parents would listen to my postgame speech and be like, oh, there's Ashley dropping F-bombs. But also like in my defense, like, I don't know if you're going to get passionate about sports, like who's not dropping a couple F-bombs? You know what I mean? Like, leave me alone. Like, I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. I'm so passionate. You know, I'm sorry that I want Um, us to succeed in life and in sport, you know. Uh, But anyways, I just thought it was so, so hilarious that like I am sorry what it just become second language to me. So I'm so excited to go back and listen to this podcast and see like how many times I did it. But also I think that the bottom line of my I'm sorry what moment is truly like I don't think I understand why we have bad words. Like why is it is it just like it would it take away the peel, I guess, that they weren't bad words. But I just like I don't understand why they can't just be normalized now. Like, you know, like, why do we have words that are quote unquote bad? And who decided like who decided that they were bad? Who made that choice? I would like to talk to them. Was this God? Hello? Um, can I talk to you about something? I'm not understanding these rules. OK, so I'm definitely at an impasse where I want to lower my cussing. But I also like am mad about the whole concept 
in its entirety. So anywho, everybody, I like have to go get ready for work. I don't want to be late. She's got things to do, but I'm so happy I could hop on with you all this morning. I love you so much. Thank you so much for giving me a safe space to talk about, uh, you know, what I'm going through. And I, I really hope it's helping. I hope that this podcast gives you a laugh. It's a release. I hope that you enjoy catching up on my weekly stories. And um, to all my friends that I mentioned in the podcast, I I hope that that's OK. And maybe one day I will get sued. I hope not. I hope not. I hope everybody is OK. But anywho, I just love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I will talk to you very soon. OK, bye.